Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and if you can believe it, this Saturday is the three-year anniversary of this freaking podcast. Can you believe it? We have come so far, literally. Literally, like, just thinking back in all the changes that have been made in three years, absolutely wild. Just too much chef's kiss. I'm sure I will be all sorts of emotional about it on Saturday. We all know who I am. Like, it's not a big event unless I give a little tear. You know what I mean? So I'm really excited. I'm going to have a little party with a couple friends at uh, Shadow Puppet in Livermore. And, uh, you know, I've got some small decor items. It's definitely an off-brand party for me in a few ways. One being the fact that I don't know what I'm wearing. If you know me, I plan outfits like months in advance. Like, I, if I get invited to something... I am most likely planning my outfit already in my head. Like I got invited to a Christmas party for December. I I think it's like the second or third weekend in December. And I already started thinking about my outfit. It's an ugly sweater slash pajama party. But I was like, do I? Do I want to? Last year, I wore a quote unquote ugly snowman sweater. And it was like belted into my cute like black and white floral dress with some black boots and a big bow in my hair. And I looked fucking cute. And I was like, do I want to do that again? Or do I want to wear my Rudolph the Red Nose reindeer onesie? Like that would be too, that would be cool too. My mom also bought me the sweet pair of wine and champagne pajamas. Do I wear those? So, you know, if you invite me somewhere, I am immediately thinking about my outfit. Uh, And this is my own party. So hello, girl. What are you doing? Uh, you know, relaxing. So I did, cause here's the deal. I'm trying really hard to not shop on Shein anymore. I understand you're canceling me and I hear you. The thing about Shein is that they have a lot of controversy uh, about like wages for their employees and like unsafe work conditions. So, you know, I hear you. I'm going to try to stop shopping there. The, the hard part is, is that when you are a plus size girl, at least in my experience, it's really hard to find clothes that fit you and especially affordable clothes that fit you. Because I will look like so many times on Amazon or something, you know, as the sizes go up, so do the prices. And it's just like absolutely fuck off. Like, why do I have to pay an extra, you know, like $10 for something just because I want to eat a little extra? Let it be. I already paid for extra food. I don't need to pay for extra fabric. Like, leave me the fuck alone. You know, maybe she was born this way. Uh, so <laughs> anyways, I, <laughs> I I found, you know, when I found Shein, I was like, these clothes fit me. I feel comfortable. Like, I'm really getting to express some style. Like, we have to say, I think in all the things that have changed in the last three years, the style evolution of Ashley Sleek is really something that should be noted. I, I've said this on the podcast before. I've always been into fashion. I just didn't love my body enough to like give it a little something, something, you know, like I always tried to wear like, you know, my sundresses and I still love those, but I really wasn't taking any risks because I never really felt confident. So 
now that she's trying to build some confidence and like learning to love herself, the fashions come with it and I'm loving it. And maybe my looks aren't for everybody, but I don't fucking care. Guess what? Talk shit about me behind my back like a normal fucking person. I don't need to hear it. I really don't. I don't care. And I and it's not bothering me. So leave me alone. Anyways, all this is to say that I don't have an outfit. So I ordered some stuff on Cider. I was chatting with my girl Shayna about this because she was like, do you have your outfit yet? And I'm like, no, I'm fucking stressing. Well, they're apparently supposed to come in tonight when you're listening to the podcast at 8 p.m. if you're listening on Wednesday. So pray for me. I'm hoping that a TikTok is in my future trying on clothes. Someone was like, do you have backups? I'm like, no, but I have been thinking a lot about this. Like I had to drive down to San Francisco today and it was raining and I was bored um, because it was so much traffic. And um, I was just thinking about outfits in my head that I could probably wear. So it'll probably be raining too. Not that I care, because if I want to wear a mini skirt to my birthday party when it's pouring rain outside, it's my fucking birthday and it's my fucking podcast. So whatever. Uh, what if you like had never listened to this podcast before and you're like, this girl sounds like a bitch. I'm not. I have a snarky attitude, which we love, but I love people, so I can't. Anyways, so, you know, it's a little off brand. I I didn't really go hard in the decorations like I usually like if you've had the pleasure, the pure pleasure of going to an Ashley party, you've seen it. You know what I'm talking about? If, If you've seen, you know, a birthday party, a bachelorette party, a bridal shower, more recently a baby shower, like she does it well. She really does. And I like doing it. I think I just got tired. This has been a very big year. Uh, Looking back on it, I'm actually like I started to think about the recap episode, you know, how we love to do a New Year's. And I was like, oh, my God, like so much shit happened this year, like good and the bad. But even the bad ended up being good. You know what I mean? So it's just there's a lot to process there. There's a lot to process. And um, yeah. So anyways, speaking of things that are exciting, This weekend, I went to my little niece Gigi's one-year-old birthday party. She's one years old. That's wild. I can't, I can't with how old these kids get, you know? Like, I'm watching my niece Madison, and, like, she's just getting big. And I'm like, I need you to slow it the fuck down. Like, I cannot. But let me just tell you about this party. This was so unbelievably gorgeous. I, I literally was like, I knew that they didn't. Because I saw the Instagram of them building this balloon arch. Uh, my best friend, Julie and Ashley. I was like, what? It looked so fucking perfect. So if you uh, follow me on Instagram, which you should, at Ashley Sleek, Ashley with two E's, check the picture. This thing is so fucking professional. Like, it has a million fucking balloons on it. There's like flower balloons in there. And then they have this gorgeous backdrop. I was like, um, can you like save this and bring it down to my party? And then um, it was like raining a little bit. So they set up the garage and it looked like it, it literally looked like a little party cave. Like it was so cute. There was twinkly lights like it was absolutely everything. It was it was everything. And I had the best time. You know, I feel like I'm getting not only better at like holding babies, but I like seek it out now. I used to be like, you know, keep that kid away from me for the love of God. Just merp. I, I, and this is not to diss on any of the kids I held before, but the transition really started with, and I've said this before with my friend Daniela's baby. Like I, I was like, 
let me hold that kid because we already had agreement when I came over like you know please don't make me hold your kid like I set a boundary but then I got there and I was like give her to me and then um (laughs) and then I was holding her and then you know with Gigi and like like with Madison I think I'm around them more often and when I was at the party I was like oh Ryan do you want me to hold Gigi while you're eating he's like no we're good I was like oh okay he's like why do you and I was like yes give me that kid. Oh my God. She's just so cute. She's just so cute. I don't listen. The anti-life is coming over me. It's absolutely taking over my soul. I just can't. I, I just, and listen, here's what happened. So in typical hot mess aunt fashion, um, I forgot to get a present and listen, Okay, now I'm going to be using my repertoire of excuses about being sick. And then it was my birthday and then I was like busy. Okay, and, you know, Julie gave us a registry, which was very helpful. And I was like, oh, shit, stick to the registry. And by the way, she did this in the most easy way possible. It was on motherfucking Amazon. So all I needed to do was order from my couch. But no, no, she didn't. So the day before the party. Oh, no, scratch that. I'm sorry. The day of the party. I'm like, this is going to be so fun, though. I'm going to take the registry to Target. and I'm going to find something like I don't want to go far off, but also I'm going to do my thing. So I walk into Target. I get in the kids section. I'm already overwhelmed. How do you not spend a million dollars on the youths? Their shit is so cute. Like I stuff my basket with all this fucking random shit. Nothing that was on the registry at all. And then I locked eyes with this whale with this freaking like like you know the horse rocking horse that's what they're called the rocking horses but it was a whale and it was big and it was blue and he just looked so happy and there was three others and they were all donkeys and I was like who the fuck wants a donkey to ride when you could ride a motherfucking whale and I was like I need this and so she did have a rocking horse on the registry but I was like can I do it? So then I, but okay. So then I put it in my car. I'm like, you're coming home with me. So I get all excited about this fucking gift. I was like, I, this is amazing. And then I like get to the line and I see it's 18 plus on the rocking horse. And so I panic. I'm like, oh my God, am I the fucking idiot who's going to buy the wrong age present? Like clearly she's 12 months. It's her first fucking birthday. What do I do? So I call my mom. I'm like sweating. You know, I was like, I just I love this present so much. Like, I mean, I can wait and give it to her in, in you know, eight months. But that's not that right math. And leave me alone. Uh, six, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm, there we go. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, no, no, no. She's like, that's totally fine. I'm like, they had one on the registry. Is this OK? And then, you know, she's like, well, if anyone asked, just say that you felt like she was advanced. And I was like, I don't even have to lie about that shit. I saw her stand up. I saw her be at my apartment and grab the coffee table and stand herself up. I'm like, she's a baby. Why is she doing that? Like, that's what's happening, you know? So anyways, I buy the whale and I put a like put a big bow on her. I'm just absolutely obsessed with this gift. So uh, anyways, I might have waited to the last minute. Hot mess style. But the gift was a 10 out of 10. It was a 10 out of 10. I loved it. Um, hopefully she loved it. Uh, it. It was so great. And then um, <laughs> that that night I had a date, which was super fun. I'll tell you about that more at the end of the podcast, because, you know, we got to save all the dating content till after the commercials. 
for Papa Flo. Um, so anyways, uh, I literally am looking at my notes and it literally just says balloon goals in all caps. So for Julian Ashley, who made that balloon arch, if you didn't think that I was impressed, it's in all caps on my notes. I actually have these handwritten today. She's a whole new bitch. Have you ever just had the urge to write something down like on paper? I don't know what it is, but I used to write all of my notes for work by hand. And that was just so inefficient. And like nobody has time for that. So then, you know, I, I switched to computer and I used to journal in a journal. But now I do it on my iPad. And then, you know, but I really started to think about this. And I was like, I miss writing physical notes. So I did that today. Very fun. Uh, <laughs> anyways. OK, so the next day, let's talk about Sunday. <laughs> So Sunday I woke up and for whatever reason, I was just in a funk a lunk and all these fucking things kept happening to me. I mean, I started my morning off by watching the Selena Gomez documentary and door dashing myself Taco Bell. So I feel like I should have already known what I was getting myself into. Uh, and I'll talk about the doc in the in the celebrity section of the pod. But it was just like this random series of unfortunate event just kept happening to me. So I knew I was going to hang out with my cousin Danielle, which I'll get to because she saves my day. And so I was like, OK, I need to go grocery shopping like I want to, you know, I love my Sundays. So I like to get prepped for the week. So I go to the Trader Joe's out here in the prune yard in Campbell, if you're familiar. And here's the deal. The parking there is always ratchet, but somehow I always find a spot. So I pull in and basically there's like a three car pileup of like this person can't back up. Some bitch just like pulled into a spot and wanted to readjust. So they backed up and then another car came and nobody was moving. And then I was in the turn. So this lady gets out of her car and she starts yelling at me. And I'm like, do not yell at an unstable person unless you are ready to go. So obviously I start crying. I'm like, I can't fucking go anywhere. I like made it seem like I was going to fight her. But it's like, no, no, no. You didn't ask for a therapy session today, did you? You were you were ready to tell me what to do, but you weren't prepared for the fact that now you're dealing with some crying bitch. And I'm like, I'm just having a bad day. I just want my fucking Trader Joe's pineapple slices. Like, leave me the fuck alone, you know? So anyways, finally... I'm like, I literally because there's a car behind me and I'm like, for you fuckers, I'm not hitting a car. It was a big red truck. And it's like I drive a cute ass porcelain white Jetta. I'm not about to get fucking crunched like ugh, I just want I just I just fucking clean this car, not washed it. Let's like be careful on that. I mean, like I cleaned it out. The trunk is clean and I don't want to smash my trunk for this idiot who doesn't know how to fucking drive. So then I'm like, I, I if somehow it all gets sorted out and I get out of there and I'm like, OK, well, now I have to go to another fucking Trader Joe's. I'm like, I can't be here. It's too fucking stressful. So I drive all the way down to this other Trader Joe's. And when I get there, luckily I find parking. But I realize that like I didn't bring my wallet. I didn't bring my wallet. And this is why I always leave my wallet in my car. But everyone's like, you're going to get robbed. And I was like, I don't want that karma. So I started taking it out. And I was like, fuck, I don't have it. And I was like, watch this be the one day that my Apple Pay doesn't work. Luckily, that's not what happened. Thank God. Um, but what did happen was I was like, OK, we're turning this around like we are in the vehicle and we are turning this day around. So I'm like, why don't you just do something for you? Oh, also, sorry, back it up to the Trader Joe's. There was this one lady. Oops, sorry, microphone. There was this one lady that I just literally got stuck behind. And every 
aisle. Like I knew what I want. I came with a list. Okay. And this lady, like she stood in front of the, the hydrangeas for like a, a five minutes and I couldn't get around her. She was in front of both flowers that I wanted. I wanted the hydrangeas and the dark purple, whatever other flower that is, that they'd be a nice fall Thanksgiving mix. Okay. Cause I like to buy myself flowers every time I go to TJ's because I deserve it. Okay. Read the book, buy yourself the fucking lilies and then talk to me. Okay. So <laughs> anyways, uh, I do all that. And then I, uh, and every, and then I was like going to get grapes and she was there. I was going to get, you know, um, rice and she was there and I was like, get the fuck out of my face, bitch. And so finally I get out of there. Okay. So then I'm like, all right, you know what? Tis the season. You love the peppermint hot cocoa from Starbucks. And I learned how to use the scan and pay on the app. Who knew I had gift cards on my Starbucks app? Not me. This bitch had no idea. So I learned how to do that. And I was like, just get yourself that. So I get in line. I'm at the little speaker box thing, right? And she's like, one moment, please. And I said, okay, no worries. Take your time. Like, you know, usually that's like a minute or so. It's like three minutes, five minutes. Cars are piling up, which is so stressful. It's like, I don't care about me. I'm chilling, sitting here. I'm not really stressed. I'm like, these cars are going to honk. They think I'm ordering a million fucking things. And I literally just want a tall peppermint hot cocoa, like a small with nonfat milk and no whip. Like it's a simple order. So finally she's like, has anybody helped you? And I'm like, no. And she's like, oh, disappears. Comes back a few minutes later. Sorry, did you say that no one's helped you? And I said, yeah, I've been sitting here for a while. She's like, oh my God, so sorry. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. Can I just get a tall peppermint hot cocoa, nonfat milk, no whip, okay? Can You know, and I'm still being nice. And she's like, yes, totally. And she repeats it back to me. She's like, sorry, what did you say? And I said, a tall peppermint hot cocoa with nonfat milk and no whip. And she says it back to me. And I said, yes. And she's like, sorry, uh, you know, it's just been a busy day. I said, it's OK, girl. I support you. I get up there. I'm like, OK, tis the season. And I and then I start playing my only wish this year by Britney Spears, which is the Christmas song. Don't fuck with me. I will throw hands about this. And, you know, I'm like, my only wish this year is for a man's. I get it. I feel you, Britney. And she hands me a grande. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice. She must have like, I, you know, I already paid. I'm like, that's so nice. Maybe for the inconvenience. I take a sip. It's a normal ass motherfucking hot cock. I, you guys, I edited it out the first time. But I'm not doing it again. I literally re- had to re-record because I kept saying hot cock instead of hot cocoa. And I, now I just feel like we all deserve to suffer it together. So anyways, I got a regular hot cocoa. And let me be the first to put this on the record. The regular Starbucks hot cocoa, I will die on this hill, tastes like asshole. That shit is disgusting. It is so nasty. It has no flavor. And granted, we all know if you know where I work in real time, like, you know, I'm getting quality cocoa on a regular basis. The peppermint hot cocoa is delicious. The it is a absolute crime, the cocoa that they serve at Starbucks. And I'm like, how the fuck is this happening? And I was also having a very bad body insecurity day. So like any normal bitch, I try to call my mom. I'm like, I just need, I just need to talk to her. Okay. I'm sobbing. I'm like mess. And she doesn't answer. So I call 
my dad. And on the phone with my dad, I'm just telling him about how I think my boobs are ugly and, you know, all sorts of shit. And I'm like, sorry, I called mom. She didn't answer. And now I'm on the spiral and I'm like, I'm just been sick. And what if my party doesn't have good decorations? And, you know, he's just like, what the fuck? He's like, then cancel the party. I'm not canceling the party. I just don't have the right streamers. It's like, I don't know how I'm ever going to find somebody to love me. I just, I just don't. I just don't. I was very stressed about the streamers and the and the Trader Joe's and all this shit. And here's the deal is is that I was like, at the end of this breakdown, I'm having drinks with my cousin. I was like, when this well, as it's transpiring, I'm like, this is going to be great. And she just so also happened to be having a bad day. And I feel like it's underrated. The energy between two mentally unstable friends on a Sunday chef's kiss exactly what I needed not that she was mentally unstable I just mean that I was and she was sad too and then we just like went to a dive bar had a drink had a fucking white claw with a straw one of my favorites I love drinking white claw with a straw and they handed me a white claw with a straw and I was like this is the tits we had the best time and it was like we did it like she made me feel so much better. I hope I did the same for her. Like, and then we ended our night in the absolute best way possible, which was going to Taco Bell. So like on Sunday, I had Taco Bell for breakfast and for dinner and I stand the fuck by it. We did have this weird encounter um, with this man. Sorry, dad, for this one. But he was very drunk and he had money on the football game that was going on. And he just like wouldn't, he was approaching our table. And I don't remember how this happened but basically he was like uh, somehow he was like do you think you could get a man or he's he's like you're not going to be able to get a man to to lick your asshole and I don't remember how this came up Danielle can tell me and I can give you an update but I was like oh do you want to put a bet on that you don't think I could walk around this bar right now and find somebody to lick my asshole like I wasn't going to my dad's like turned off this episode I I swear it stops here I just I wasn't going to, by the way, I have Crohn's disease. No one's getting in the back door. okay, in any fucking capacity. So like we're good. And um, but yeah, I was just like I just but I love a good competition. And so we just decided to go outside. Then we just decided to get Taco Bell. And it was it was the best night. It was so good. It really jet set of the week. I was just having a fucking meltdown. I was having a moment and I I did it. I like really fucking made it through with her. And now I feel good. I just feel like it's nice to have a breakdown every once in a while. I think I will say this because I wanted to talk about this with dating. So I think I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to talk about this. I'll talk about dating. Then I'll talk about celebrities. OK, we're switching up the order a little bit. Not dating as in um, the juicy stuff on the podcast. The Ask Ashley of the week. OK, so what I will say is this. I think. I was very insecure about my date the night before. And I think what started this all was that, you know, one of the things about when you're single and you got out of a relationship that you thought was going to (laughs) last. I have the most uncomfortable smile on my face right now. But, you know, when you're getting when you start dating again and you were dating someone that you thought you were going to be with, when dating doesn't exactly go as planned, It's very hard to not all of a sudden get really fucking pissed. And I think it's natural, hopefully. I'm telling you all, so maybe you'll feel better. But I was just like so annoyed 
when I like was thinking about it and being insecure, by the way, the date wasn't bad. I just got in my own head and I was like, oh my God, I am just so fucking mad that I'm even dating. And I remember feeling this way after when I started dating after I, Jimmy and I broke up. I remember, you know, I'd be like, God, why wasn't Jimmy just the fucking one? Like, this is so frustrating. And I was thinking the same. I was like, Scotland, I was supposed to be the one. I wasn't supposed to have to fucking do this anymore. I wasn't have to supposed to feel this level of anxiety about a boy anymore because I was supposed to have found my person. So I just like got really fucking annoyed about that. I mean, obviously, here's the deal. I think most of the time I'm pretty positive about dating, but it's kind of like I talked about on my uh, birthday episode about being sick. It's like, I don't have to be positive about it all the time. I can still inspire people and just be real. Like some parts of dating fucking suck. What I love about dating is that I feel like you find out so much about other people. I love learning about other people. But in turn, you learn so much about yourself, so much about yourself. And I think that's so special and such a unique opportunity And, you know, something that you wouldn't really think about. And so I love dating majority of the time. But, you know, the anxiety part is fucking rough. And trust me, my anxiety was going to find somewhere else to live, even if I wasn't dating right now. But I just got that like started my spiral. And it was it was a rough time. But you know what? What starts with the spiral and ends with a ass licking conversation is a good night in my mind. (laughs) Happy Sunday, fun day, everyone. Okay, so I got this Ask Ashley and um, they asked, how do you stop yourself from comparing your dates to your exes? And here's my simple answer. I don't think you do, honestly, because I have had so many conversations. I remember this back more when um, I was was dating uh, after Jimmy and I was like, I know I'm not supposed to compare them. I know I'm not supposed to compare them. I'm not. Why? Why? Actually, I think it's good, but commit to it and be honest with yourself. Step one, are you comparing this guy to your ex or the version of your ex in your head? How about let's start there, right? Like the age old question. And then, you know, okay, are you are are you comparing because you're just that's what you're used to? Or are you are you still not in love with your ex and not ready to move on? Because that's an important one, too. OK, like let's start there. But then I think the overall arch on this is I just don't think it's possible to not compare situations like I think that, you know, even when you get a new job, it's like, oh, like I remember at my last company, I did this. I remember with my last boyfriend, I did this. But let's be fucking real. OK, because I know what you're doing. You're self-sabotaging. You're comparing to the good things about your ex, right? You're like, well, you know, he made me feel this. Okay. Well, let's be, let's be real rounded about it. If you are going to compare shit to your ex, to this new guy that you're dating, you better do the good and the bad. You better do it all, honey. Because here's the deal. I bet you when you start listing shit out, you're probably going to find more things that are better than your ex. That's that's what I think will happen. And I actually think that's a great thing. At first, I thought like all the comparisons I was like driving from my relationship with Scotland and my relationship with Jimmy, I was like, oh, this is so toxic. But I was like, no, it's not because I'm recognizing all of these things that I 
wanted and wasn't getting and somebody else was giving it to me. And I was like, oh, that's so great. And by the way, don't put them on the same fucking pedestal, though, when it comes to the good stuff, because some of these things like for me with Jimmy, I was like, I was so comfortable with him. Well, no shit. I was with him for five fucking years. That's not to mean I'm not going to find comfort with somebody else. So when you're looking at that good list, I would really look at that critically, you know, and then I think because going back to the good stuff. OK, so I had this moment. I had a little cry over it because she's unstable and I was thinking about it. So I went on a date with a nice boy on Thursday. It was kind of more planned by me because I was like, hey, I'm going to be in town, blah, blah, blah. And then he asked me on a second date you know, there. And we were going to meet up on Saturday, which obviously I've been alluding to. I'll tell you about it, uh, it later. But he texted me on my way to to Gigi's birthday. And he said, I'm so excited to see you tonight. And I was like, oh, my God, a light went off in my head and in my heart because I was immediately brought back to this moment. And I remember that I was talking to Scotland and I was like, I just wish you would tell me that you were excited to see me. And he was like, I, I, I can't remember exactly, but, you know, he's like, oh, I just, you know, I just thought you would know that I'm excited to see you, which was a fair answer. Right. Like, I get it. You know, we were together. Like, of course, he's excited to see me. But I just like I needed to hear that. And he's like, uh, OK. And so he would tell me every once in a while. Right. And that was so that was really nice. It was nice that he still like did it. But having somebody just do that without me having to tell them and it felt genuine. And I was like, oh, my God. And it's so that it's little things. It's not always like, oh, my ex was a fucking douchebag and this guy's not. It's sometimes it's just little things like it wasn't his personality to tell me he was excited for me to come down. That's OK. That it wasn't his personality, but it's something that I needed and it was something that I just got. And like maybe that does mean that, you know, I obviously we're not like we're being slow about nice boy, you know, but I'm just saying that like what a quality, even if it doesn't work out with a nice boy. Now I've seen that. That's the other thing I love about dating. It's like I wouldn't have I would have never known that that would that could come naturally. I would have never known that like. I would have just been able to do that, you know, but I know that now, like that someone would just give me excitement without me having to ask. But now I see that. And now I'll look for that. If if nice boy and I don't work out now, I will look for that in other partners. So I, I think that comparison is normal and natural. I think that I stressed myself out so much trying to not compare that it just overtook the whole process. And honestly, it kind of delayed me a lot because I was like, I don't know. I just don't want to compare everyone to him. I don't want to think about him like blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, well, you know, there were good things about him that I want to look about both exes that I would want to look for in other people. But there's also things that I don't want. So be honest with yourself. If you feel like, OK, now all I'm thinking about is my ex, maybe take a break from dating. But if it's just kind of natural of like, oh, you know, he did this and my ex did this. That's good. If you're not finding a shit ton of like things that are not better than your ex, then maybe that new guy or girl or however they identify is just not for you. Maybe that's a good thing, too. Like, oh, you know what? They're they're not even meeting the bare minimums that my ex sent to me. So, you know, overall, I just think don't beat yourself up for comparing. 
and just be honest with yourself and compare everything. Do not just look at the good things about your ex. Don't look at things that you made up in your head to make them seem better than they were. Give it really like a good thought. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about celebrities. I um I feel like I got to I missed this mark a little bit because this episode I believe was I think it was during the uh, proposal episode and like um why would we talk about anything else that was the best that the episode of the Kardashians where Chloe screams liar in the movie theater ah that was just such a moment I felt like we all felt that so if you don't know douchebag canoe Tristan Thompson um you know cheated on Chloe a bunch whatever so in the new season of the Kardashians they're at the season one premiere of the Kardashians and you know Tristan's in there talking I mean we all watched the first season okay not all of us but you know the real ones watch the first season and we saw Tristan like really making an effort and all this shit so now Chloe has to go back and rewatch that which must be so painful talk about comparing all your exes like you can literally compare it on a tv screen like rough but she's in the theater and she just screams liar and I was like I felt that I felt that it's like um remember in uh Legally Blonde where she like takes the chocolates and she throws it at the tv and she's like liar I hate love it's like we all kind of need to scream it out every once in a while and I fully support it here's my thing about the Kardashians right now is I feel like they're giving me such good energy and I think we're watching Chloe like get her groove back, literally. Like we're watching her like build herself up. And then with Courtney, it's like you're seeing the aftermath of a really tough relationship. I know we all love Scott, Lord Disick in the house, but he was a terrible fucking partner to her. And she like made decisions for herself and then she found love and she's so happy. And like, yeah, whatever, they're making out everywhere, which like, you know. That's their prerogative. But, you know, she's happy. She's like getting married. And the worst part was the last episode when she goes to do her dress try on and nobody can go with her in the family because of black fucking China's like lawsuit. Like I just felt so bad for Courtney because I do feel like this is a big time in her life and everyone's kind of exiting her out. And I'm like, where is Courtney's like bachelorette party and bridal shower and like all that fun shit? But whatever. It's fine. And then Kim is in her bad bitch era. Kim is in her baddest bitch era and I am so fucking here for it. I know that people don't love the Kardashians and I don't really fucking care. I just feel like Kim K is on a hype and I just it's it's exuding confidence for me, all of them. And I just I'm here for it. I really am. Uh, Speaking of um, reality TV, the OG stars of MTV reality TV, LC, Lauren Conrad and Kristen and Steven are all going to be on a podcast together. So Kristen and Steven do a podcast called Back to the Beach. And Kristen is coming on this podcast. And here's the thing. I actually was never a big Laguna Beach or The Hills person. I've seen enough episodes and I listen to enough drama to know what's up. So I'm definitely going to be tuning into that that podcast episode. I don't know if it's like come out already or what, because, you know, I'm really bad at listening to other podcasts because like, you know, I just listen to me. She's so perfect uh anyways so I I'm really excited for that so in case you didn't hear like our fucking childhood is ringing right now and I'm very into it okay lastly I watched a Selena Gomez documentary um I think it's myself and me I honestly can't remember now I feel like I blacked out and I cried so often 
It was beautifully made. Honestly, I wanted more parts. I was like, I want this to be longer. I want to know more. Uh, It was just really like so, so interesting to watch her struggle and so heartbreaking, but so like inspiring. One of the things I will say that I didn't necessarily agree with was TikTok kept talking about how all of her friends were shitty. And I think I'm going to need somebody to explain that to me, especially this one girl. I think her name was was her name Stassi or am I making that up? The blonde girl that's in the movie the whole time or in the doc. They were like, she's the villain. I'm like, I don't think she's the villain. Also, she wrote a book with Tanya Rad, who is uh, a radio host for uh, Kiss FM. And she has a podcast, too. And she's one of the most positive people I know. And I just and they like are writing. They wrote a book about like kind of happiness and mental health. I just don't. It's like happy people don't stop their husbands. It's like happy people don't be mean to their best friends. I, I just didn't see it because there were certain things I think that she said to her that I actually thought were helpful. I mean, I, I think she really was trying to help her. And, it, you know, I don't know. But somebody needs to tell me because I must have just been reading it wrong. It was hard for me to focus on anything other than Selena, to be honest. So I didn't notice too much of that. But you tell me. Uh, I, I think it was really interesting for me too. And maybe a part of the hard part of the day was watching her lupus struggle. And, you know, I know I go back and forth and I joke a lot about having lupus and not having lupus. But I will say this. I've had the symptoms very bad. And watching her and the frustration is what I remember because I you know there's a scene where she can't open a water bottle and I was like oh my god I remember there was a point in time where it wasn't as much the water bottles I couldn't open it was that I kept dropping things like I couldn't get like a full grip on on things or like I'd have to like put something down super fast so I was like very nervous about using glass and things like that because I would just drop it or I would do a lot of like full body shakes and things like that. So and I just remember the pain and the fatigue and I and I still have joint pain and fatigue. Luckily, I haven't suffered from like, you know, dropping things or anything like that. But, um, you know, I think it's the the frustration when, you know, you're, you're sick and you can't do something that's really, really tough. And, uh, you know, for her, like, a bipolar diagnosis. She talks about that, which I was shocked wasn't leaked to the media, by the way. Like, so glad she had a tight team on that one um, because I never I never heard about that until the documentary. And then, um, you know, doing lupus and going through that breakup, you know, all within, you know, a couple years span of each other. Like, she really went through some fucking shit, you guys. And to see her, you know, come out of it knowing that she's like, doing only murderers in the building like she's working on new music. I thought the song was really good um, that they played at the end. And I just I don't know. It was very like inspiring to watch. And it was really nice to see her, you know, be able to tell her own story in her way, because I think for celebrities so much is that it's it's interpretation. It's a source said this, you know, and this was like, no, she's the source and she's telling it. it's her story. It's her struggle. And she's going to tell you the way she wants to tell you. And I just thought that was like so unbelievably beautiful. And, you know, it was was hard to watch at points. And like, obviously, I'm not trying to make it about me and being like, I have lupus, too. But it was just one of those like, oh, wow, I think anybody with chronic illness can like feel that, you know, it's like 
it's just feeling that like a little bit lack of control in your life. And it's really tough. And, you know, it was great to see her still get to live her dream and take the break that she needed. I think that was a big part, too. It was like a very good representation of like listening to your body and taking breaks when you need it and all that stuff. So overall, I thought it was really great. Let me know what you thought. You can DM me at Ashley Sleek on Instagram um, or send me a message at AshleySleek.com. Or if you're one of those people who has my number, feel free to text me. Although I will talk about it in the I'm sorry what moment. I might not text you back. So, yeah. Hi, friends. So it's fall. And as you all know, this means it's my power season. So I am doing everything possible to protect that good energy. And I'm telling you right now, my products from Kitsch are getting you there. I am obsessed with my towel scrunchie. Literally, I just put my hair up in it. I do a little work and then I go and blow dry and it's so perfect. Also, for those mornings that I'm like, I cannot get out of bed to save my life. My ice roller is like, girl, I'm gonna help you get there. It is so wonderful. And also I'm getting the best night's sleep on my silk pillowcase and they just debuted a sage green one. So if you don't think my little toxic shopping self has justified that I need it, you're wrong. I am getting one for all of my pillows. So please treat yourself this fall to one of Kitsch's many amazing items. You can use promo code AshleySleek15 for 15% off, or you can just shop the link in my bio on Instagram at AshleySleek. That's Ashley with two E's, of course. Happy shopping. Okay, so as mentioned, I went on a date with a nice boy on Thursday. You guys... This boy, man, this boy, man, I don't know. I need to stop calling him a boy, but like, I just don't even know what other nickname to call him, you know? So here's the thing. So we go to a uh, little bar um, we met because I was in in the East Bay. And so I was like, hey, I'm in town. You know, would you want to grab a drink? Blah, blah. So we go and grab a drink and um, it's at this little cute place. The best thing I did, though was I did a little pregame with Kim and Alex. And let me just tell you, that really helped with the nerves. Because what happened was, is I was going to get a manicure, no matter what. And it was supposed to be a little bit later because, you know, I was in Livermore. The date was in San Ramon. My nail lady is in um, Pleasanton. So I planned it out better where I was going to go at like 5.30 or 6 and blah, blah, blah. But anyways, I had to push it to 4.30. And I really didn't want to drive back to Livermore. And if you're from the East Bay, you fucking know. It, this was a Thursday. So like... The traffic. So anyways, I go and have a drink with Kim and Alex and I'm like getting prepped for this date, whatever. And I go out there and I was really I was nervous because I didn't like confirm the date and it was just kind of like first date jitters. But when he got there, like I'm telling you and maybe I'm making this up in my head, but I don't think I am. He had like the biggest smile on his face when he like walked in the door. Like he just seemed so genuinely excited to be there and suddenly like any nervous energy that I had just kind of like went away like I just felt like it was really cute restaurant where we got to like sit on this couch and so I just felt comfortable we ordered a glass of um rosé bubbles which we love to see and uh each and honestly we're talking so much I barely drank it which you know me no 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 so um it was just really nice we were just talking about all sorts of things work and sports and family and all that stuff and then you know the bar was shutting down and I get so anxious I I realized that this was an anxiety unlocked because it happened to me on Thursday and Friday that I got anxious like this I uh like if 
the if the bar is like closing and people are cleaning up, like I just need to get out of there. I just I can't. And I felt bad because I didn't want him to think that like I don't want him. I don't want to hang out with him anymore. But the anxiety, the same literal same thing happened. I had a girls night on Friday night. It was so fucking fun. But like we were still chatting and like people were cleaning up and like it looked like there's people still at the bar. But then I realized they were the workers and I was like, we have to fucking get out of here. Like I just I cannot be I can't. It makes me so anxious because I'm just like, oh, my God, I just, I just want them to be able to go home. I don't want them to think they're rude. So anyways, we left. It was like 930. And I was like, oh, do you want to like try to grab another drink somewhere? Because I didn't know everything was closed. And then he was like, oh, I don't know if this place is open. I'm like, well, why don't we just ask, you know? So like I was like, that will determine it for us. We go in there. If they're closed, we'll, you know, like we'll go home. And if not, then we'll get another drink. So we go in that place is closed. And then we were walking back. And um, surprisingly, we parked near each other. Or he lied about that. Honestly, I never asked. But if he did, it if he did lie, it was a good move. And then we get to my car and he's like, do you want to just like get in your car and talk a little bit? And I'm like, Oh, no. All I'm thinking, all I'm thinking about is how I had a travel week the last couple weeks. I've been going back from Livermore to Campbell a bunch. And the one thing about that is when you, um, you know, when you're in your car a lot, sometimes you don't make the best of choices when it comes to cuisine. So all I'm thinking about is this man's about to get in my car and I do not know how many McDonald's and Taco Bell wrappers are sitting in this car right now. I have no, I'm like <gasps> horrified. And I'm like, does it smell like McDonald's? Is there a French fry on the chair? Cause you know, I get wild when I'm eating in the car and I'm just horrified. I'm hor- I'm like, I don't even know. Luckily I was, well, cause I was like, it's really messy. He's like, I'm not going to judge you. I'm like, how? Like, that's literally what this is for, you know? So we get in the car, whatever. It's luckily not messy by the grace of God. And, you know, we're talking, whatever. And I am just like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking tired. But I'm like excited to be with him. But also I'm exhausted. And I'm like this young little spruce strap. I don't know what I wanted to say here. But, you know, he's like, I'm a night owl and I'm 27. I can stay up late. And I was like, at 27, I'm still going to bed at 9 p.m. But like right now, I'm really going to bed at 9 p.m. Like I fucking cannot. And so, you know, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm a grandma. I got to go to bed. And he's like, well, what are you doing this weekend? And I was like, well, I've got a really hot date with a one year old. Ooh, ooh. Uh, you know, And he's like, oh, is that during like the day? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, what are you doing Saturday night? And I was like, oh, oh, because then I said Sunday, I'm hanging out with my cousin, blah, blah. And then he, he I was like, well, I'm going to be home, but I'm going to be in Campbell. So I was like, I mean, we can go to dinner, but you're going to have to come to Campbell. And he's like, yeah, I'll come to Campbell. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, OK, OK. Ah! I was like, OK. And then I'm obviously starting to panic because I'm like, OK, I'm going to be in Livermore until I go to the party on Saturday and I'm driving to Petaluma for the party and then I need to get back to Campbell. I'm like, what does my apartment look like? Like I just left and I try to clean before I leave so I don't have to come back to a messy abode. But she's not already always that fucking responsible, you know? So I was like, what responsibility level was I at? You know, are the McDonald's wrappers there? I don't know. I don't know. So anyways, I like get back from the party and I'm like running around trying to clean the apartment. Luckily, it wasn't bad. But, you know, I just wanted to look a, a little semi better. And I listen, I will say this. So he did kiss me in the car, by the way. It was like a very interesting kind of um, pecking situation, I would say. And I went back and forth about talking about this on the podcast because I was like, well, I don't want him to like listen one day and be horrified. But I also know this. If he would ever be my boyfriend, there's absolutely no fucking way I would not bring this up. If you know me and when it comes to a partner, I cannot keep shit 
from them. Like, I absolutely can't. So I don't know. I feel like I'd be like, you know, I did feel a little bit of bird vibes from the first kiss. And you know what? That's not to say it's not improving. I'm just saying, you know, first kiss. I thought maybe he was just feeling uncomfortable. Like maybe he didn't know if he should stick his tongue down my throat or not, which I appreciated. So anyways, OK, so Saturday's happening. Oh, and by the way, I just want you to know. So like I left at 11 p.m. from the state. OK, start at 730. And I was like, this is so fucking late. And then I had to book a panic wax because I was like, I don't know. He's coming to my apartment. And you know me, I'm a whore. So I'm like, well, just in case, you know. So at 11.30 p.m., I book a wax, you know, like straight panic uh, for the next day. And I, I got waxed. So just in case. So then Friday went out with the girls. It was so fun. And then, like I said, Saturday went to the birthday party. I come home. I just told him we went to Water Tower Kitchen, of course. Water Tower Kitchen should be a sponsor of the podcast just because of all the fucking dates I have there. Like, I'm telling you, if I was a waitress, I, like, there's no way at this point someone hasn't recognized me because I've literally gone there on so many dates now and just with friends. But it's just like, it's my spot. And so, of course, I got the chicken tenders because we know what's up. Save that meal for life. Oh, sorry. I know I'm being such a such having such a hard time saying straight on this, but I just wanted to point this out that when we went to drinks, he uh, paid and I had this realization and I say this with no hate fire to anybody that I dated before. But since Jimmy, I think this is the first guy who's like paid for me on a first date. I, I want to say Mr. Gorgeous did, I think, drinks. But I think when we like went to the next place, I think he I, we split, but every other date I've been on, I believe we split. If I can remember correctly, I know that I split. <laughs> I know that, um, like, you know, I'm not saying this in a mean way because I know like with Scotland, I was like insistent, you know, I was like, okay, like I'll do it. You know, like I was like, no, let me pay, you know, all that stuff. But I was like, oh my God, so nice. So then when he came down for dinner, paid for dinner too. And he was like, well, you know, it's good for me. Like I get my points. And I was like, let me just tell you this right now. You are never going to have to justify paying for me like I would love to not pay. So if you want to pay, I'm fine. You know, I'm going to keep offering. But the minute you say you've got it, I'm a back the fuck up like she's fine, you know. So <laughs> anyways, OK, so he came over after um, and w when that happened, I discovered because I was like, you know, I did end up making a reservation um, for dinner in a panic because I was like, you know, I, I just didn't I, I realized it's Saturday night. They might be busy, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, you know, I made a reservation for the drink place. And when I walked into the drink place, they were like, oh, are you with the reservation? I was like, no, like, I don't I didn't know. But like, you guys, this boy, man, this nice boy made a reservation. And I know you some of you are like, that's a bare minimum, Ashley. Let me live in this bare minimum right now. Let me live in this bare minimum right now, because I know my fellow fucking planners are like, yes, 1000%. Yes. So anyways, we go back to my apartment. Uh, I am like, what do you want to drink? And I was like, I have wine, I have beer. And he's like, oh, what are those? They were my pumpkin ciders from Ace Cider, which I'm very excited about. And I was like, oh, it's a pumpkin cider. No one ever wants to like drink them with me. And he's like, I'll, I'll have one. That sounds good. And I was like, shit. I was like, stop talking. I was like, no, <laughs> not someone enjoying pumpkin ciders with me. I can't take it. So anyways, we had pumpkin ciders. We talked. We kissed a little bit. And this man was not ready to fuck me. He was like, you know what? He's like, oh, I didn't like bring a condom. So, you know, like I didn't like it's not going to go like, you know, we won't go that far. And I was just like, what? I just was like, she was literally too sad to speak. I was like, oh, my God, this man. 
And like not in a way, you know, where I was like, oh, my God, I'm not attractive. He doesn't want to fuck me where I was like, no, no, no. This nice boy isn't trying to have sex with me right now. What a journey. Like, oh, my God, it was like such a different experience. But anyways, he was he was super nice. I had a great time with him. And then he left because right now he's living with his parents and been there. And he was like, uh, I was like, well, you're more than welcome to stay the night, you know, and and snuggles because, you know, I love that. And he was like, no, I, he's like, I really, I told my parents I was like going to be home tonight and need to go home tonight. And I like kind of laughed about it. But then I was like, wait, do, do they know you're on a date? And he kind of hesitated. And I was like, like, I don't fucking tell my mom about every date and my dad about every date I'm on. Like, please. And um, I had this conversation with my dad, actually. This is how you know. We some cheap bitches over here. OK, so I go, dad, he paid on the last date. Right. And I was like, should I suggest we go to Orchard City Kitchen so he'll pay again. So if you don't know Orchard City Kitchen, it's in the Prune Yard in Campbell, same place as my Trader Joe's, and it is expensive as fuck. It's very good. It's like a tapas, like small plates, like you get a bunch of small plates, but it's fucking pricey, right? Like this is a, you know, once once every couple months thing that you're paying for. And I was like, you know, and my, and my dad and I always talk about like, if we're going with someone bougie, we're going to Orchard State Kitchen. And he's like, oh, you should totally do that. But I was like, on the off chance that we split it and this backfires on me, I'm going to be pissed. So we didn't. We went to Water Tower Kitchen. Um, uh, anyway, so I was like, my parents know about the state. And he was like, yeah, they do. And I was like, yeah, you have to leave. Because like, what if we stay together? And then I'm like the whore from the first night. You know what I mean? Like, I can't have that kind of reputation with them. So anyways, it was really nice. He texted me when he got home, texted me the next day. And then I was kind of like, OK, um, I felt like the ball was like a little bit in my court for the next day. I don't I don't know, because I told him, like, oh, I'm having a party on Saturday. I've been asked a couple times if I'm going to invite the nice boy to the party. We all should know the answer to that. Everybody should know that he shouldn't meet Smashly this early on. Let's relax. This is a party that's literally about me in two different ways. It's about my podcast and it's about my birthday. Like I'm going to be such I'm going to be a narcissist level 100. I cannot. And listen, I know he should see me at that point. It's at some point, at some point. I'm very much about being myself early on. Smashly, though, she's a temple. Let's just, you know, I'm going to get drunk and be like, do you remember that time you pecked me? We should work on that. Like, you know, I'm, I can't I fucking can't. He can't meet her yet. So anyway, also, I told him I was like, there's going to be like 45 of my closest friends there. And he like laughed. And I was like, I'm not joking. So <laughs> anyways, I uh, so, yeah. OK, all of this is to say that. So I put myself out there again and I was like, hey, you know, the the Barracudas are playing, which is the Sharks Meyerling team on Thursday. I got this notification from game time. They have really cheap tickets. I know you've already come out here, but like if you're free on Thursday and want to come, like, let me know. And then, of course, this motherfucker took fucking forever to respond to me. And I was so stressed. I was like, oh, my God, he hates me. Oh, my God. I was like too bold, you know, Ugh, too much anxiety. It's not like him, him making me feel that way. That's just like kind of normal shit. But anyway, so he texted me back and he was like, oh, I'm like was supposed to see a movie with my friend, but like I'll get back to you. And then I was like, he said no, which he didn't. I'm just being a brat. So anyways, we're still texting. Um, It's been fun. We'll see about Thursday. I will definitely have updates for you next week. Hopefully for the love of God. I do not drunk text him on Saturday. I'm about to like block him from my phone. I'm so nervous. We can't fuck this up. But, you know, I've been better. Smashley's been better ever since I had that realization of like I'm too boy crazy when I'm drunk. Like those next couple of times since have been better. So 
We're riding that high. We're riding that high all the way home. We're not going to do the thing that I did years ago when I was drunk. Remember, I called that Bumble guy. Someone told me recently that's one of their favorite stories of all time. I think it was my cousin Danielle, actually, who told me that. Um, friend of the pod, Taco Bell companion for life. Um, we talked about how as she was like, when that time you got drunk and you called that man on Bumble like a hundred times. And I was like, yeah, this is the things we're trying to avoid. So yes. Okay. We're wrapping up here. I want to get to the, I'm sorry, what moment of the week and listen, I'm a proud Democrat and voter. However, I need to stop getting text messages. How the fuck did this happen? How did this happen? I have the worst texting anxiety. And so if you're somebody who's been trying to contact me this, these past like three weeks, I'm so sorry. A part of this is, is that my phone is being blown up by the, hey, this is um Casey from this prop. And like, do you want to vote? Like the Republicans are coming after you. And it's like, I just, I need you to relax. Okay. I need not all the, these texts are so angry and I just like, why? And how did I get on these messages? You are discouraging me from voting. Like, I don't want to have a fucking text message. Some of it's like, it's nice to learn, right? But I, shit you not, I've gotten like 15. And I feel like, honestly, and I mean this honestly, okay? It sounds dramatic, but I mean it. You know, I feel like anxiety is kind of like having a disability, okay? And, you know, in the same way, there's like, exceptions like I can and I don't know how to get it but I want it I'm seeing a new GI on Friday I'm gonna ask there are these cards you can get and it's like a you have to let me use your bathroom card that people with Crohn's and like IBS can get because like we have to use the bathroom all the time and I I learned this recent like a couple years ago and I'm like I fucking need this card so I'm gonna ask about it however I think I should get one of those for my texting anxiety like Texting is one of the things that gives me the most anxiety. And now someone's blowing up my phone unprovoked and it's scaring me from the text messages I actually want to respond to. Oh, my God. I just want to I want a medical out from the campaign text. How do I get that? How, you know what? You send me the you send me the senator who's going to like help me with my text anxiety. OK, I'm sorry. What? Why do I need so many? I mean, I get it. People like don't watch as much TV, I guess, or whatever. But it's just like. I can't. I can't with the text notifications. I just can't. I just can't. It, it stresses me out. OK, everybody, I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I will see you all when this podcast is three years old. A little baby. I love it. And I just can't thank you enough for being a part of this journey with me. I love you all so much. I feel so honored that you choose to listen to my podcast every week. I, I can't believe it's been three years. This is my favorite part of my week. And, you know, I just I, I love it so much. Thank you for giving me a platform to talk about my stuff. You know, like obviously I'm not on the same level as the Selena Gomez documentary, but I just know how it feels to be able to like tell your story to people on a platform and just, you know, hope that people are receiving it and, and somehow it's making a difference. And that's what I hope here, whether it's I made you laugh on a bad day or you can relate to my shit show dating, whatever it is, I'm just happy I could be a part of your day. And I love you all so much. Hello. Hello. Hello.